This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on the Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. It's time for our seventh episode of Tak Kenal Maka Tak Cinta, which is our monthly tourism-themed series on Earth Matters, which aims to highlight lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia. Of course, we do it in collaboration with the wonderful Andrew Sebastian from the, who, <laughs> the founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or Ecomai for short. We want to take you back to the great outdoors. We want you to experience many of the beaten track nature spots in our country. We want you to get back to nature. So for mm-hmm. today's episode, we're heading to Kinabatangan in Sandakan, Sabah. That's uh, right. Yeah, with a special focus on the Kinabatangan River. So at, at 560 kilometers long, it is Sabah's longest river. It is Malaysia's second longest river. Uh, and there is plenty to be seen there. So Andrew mm-hmm. is just back from a tour there. He's here to be our guide. Welcome, Andrew. How are Thank you today? You. Thanks. Thanks, Yuri, for having us, uh, having me once again. So excited Uh People ask, you know, about the show. They say, uh, "Hey, you're you're highlighting all these great, <laughs> off the beaten track sort of place." But isn't uh, Kinabatangan already well bit. known and so on? The answer is no. Ah, okay. For my many trips uh, there, uh, it seems like only the uh, foreigners make mm. up for a bigger number of of, of people visiting. Mm-hmm. And when you go to the village uh, of Abai, uh, where I was uh, very recently, you would see that uh, even even locals. When they pass by, they stop. They take photographs of the river at the jetty, uh, and not a lot of them stay there. Not a lot of them like, like do the cruises and so on. Mm-hmm. And the makeup for uh, for the, the tours and the cruises are usually foreigners heavy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially this season where it's uh, summer holidays and and so mm-hmm. on in Europe and so on, yeah. So um, yeah, so so my conversation with you is, hey, uh, the river. It's world class. It's super amazing. And I said, hey, let's, yeah, I agree with her. Let's, uh, Julia, I said, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, you're just back. So, you know, all of that information is fresh in your mind. And so, yes, let's talk about Kinabatangan River, mm-hmm. right? So, we mm-hmm. do know that it's actually been extensively logged, but the lowland forests, um, the upper reaches, of course, have been mm-hmm. extensively logged, but mm-hmm. the lower uh, lowland forests and mangroves have survived. And mm-hmm. much of that lower Kinabatangan River is actually gazetted, right? Under the yes. Kinabatangan Wildlife Sanctuary. That's right. Uh, it's also, our biggest uh, Ramza uh, Ramza site uh, of uh, of wetlands of, uh, of of biological importance, uh, especially for for waterfowls and so on, and for wise use. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, Ramza is a, a designation of of areas that are uh, hot and that are heavy in terms of uh, biodiversity. Uh, especially uh, for water birds, as I said, but mostly right now it's for wise use uh, and uh, sustainable practices, and that includes ecotourism, and that's why we're here. Okay, all right. So, okay, so, you know, we've been focusing mostly on Peninsula Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about, since this is obviously yes. in Sabah, East Malaysia, uh, mm-hmm. how shall, how do we get there? You know, because this is in Sandakan, right? We're not That's in Turkey. Right. That's uh, right. Is there, I mean, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, I think uh, the easiest route, I think, is just fly into the beautiful city of Sandakan. Sandakan, uh, I think, um, I've been mean, generally uh, without without Sabah and Sarawak and, and Borneo Island. Uh, Borneo, of course, is uh, the, the largest island in Asia. Yeah, without them, I think uh, Malaysia will struggle uh, very, very hard to maintain ourselves as one of the hotspot or the mega diverse countries in the world. There are seventeen mega diverse countries in the world. Malaysia is one of the seventeen, and we owe this a lot to the presence of 
critically endangered and really unique uh, wildlife uh, in, in Borneo. And this includes, uh, of course, Sabah and Sarawak. So it's very happy to highlight uh, things in Borneo, especially today uh, in Sabah yeah? and the Kinabatangan River. Okay, all right. So, a uh, beautiful place to go to, not mm-hmm. too difficult. Is yes. there a particular like best time to visit, That's like right. in terms of uh, yeah weather? Well, uh, yeah, I'm talking to you guys uh, about ninety percent of you guys. I would think uh, Malaysians uh, would not have firstly heard of it or even been there. Yeah, uh, Sandakan maybe you've heard of it. Uh, you've been there maybe on holiday and so on. Uh, but the Kinabatangan River, which we want to focus today. I think it lacks a lot of visitation uh, uh, <laughs> from, from, from legends. Right? Yeah, that's right. So, Takkenal, Makatajita, and that's why we are hearing this, and that's why we are, <laughs> we are on the podcast and, and try to push and, and, and promote. Yeah. So, basically, uh, to answer your question, uh, for for Malaysia, of course, uh, we are. It's either rain or no rain. Uh, so avoid the monsoon season, uh, December, January, February. I think those are the times to look out for. Uh, other than that, it's it's interesting to go almost all year round uh, because um, even if it rains. It's still something special. People look at our rainforests from across the world and say, hey, you guys are so blessed. You know, wow, you know, uh, everything, uh, everything gets uh, extra zing in life when the rain comes, you know, after the rain, before the rain, you know, a lot of activities in the wildlife, uh, in, in, in the wilderness and so on. Uh, and that's why I think, um, yeah, all year round, basically, for me. Uh, except December, January, maybe, yes. Okay. I was reading, um, you know, they did say that the wettest months are November to March, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. they did also say some advantages and disadvantages, yes. right? Because the main advantage being you can enter deeper into the river yes. channels, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, so the Kinabatangan River, as you said, uh, it's, it's the second longest. What is the longest river in the country? Rajang lah. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh, trying to tell. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I was just trying to remind myself. Life. Okay, so anyway, it's 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 a long river. It's 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 part of this large river basin, yeah, that cuts east to west uh, uh, in Sabah. Uh, and during the rainy season, or when it rains, when the river floods a little bit more, um, the good thing is, and on the on the great cool places when you do your your boat tours and cruises and so on, you get better access into the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a plus point, of course. Uh, you know when when and there's a bit of rain. Uh, I, we've been rained on quite a few times uh, in that part of the world, of course. Um, put on, just put on your rain coat. Enjoy the boat ride. Put on your umbrella if you want to. You know, there's lots of things to see and experience. Okay, but yeah, but again, you know, best times are mm-hmm. March to early yes. September, driest months, and April to October. Good period for bird lovers. I was reading, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the flowering and birding mm-hmm. season, that's right, right? That's right. Okay. And when when flowers and birds and fruiting, uh, also wildlife. Okay, yeah? mm-hmm. all right. So let's talk about that, right? So, like we mentioned, you know, the lower the lower vast floodplain forest contains a rich mix of vegetation and that of course supports remarkable biodiversity mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. talk to me about some of the uh, wildlife that we can that's spot right. there that's right that's, that's favorite. the best part isn't it yeah. <laughs> favorite part yeah. well apart from the great food of course apart from from the Kinabatang River having its own local community of river people you know uh, uh, apart from all that uh, beautiful little villages uh, of Sukao it, yeah. Uh, apart from all that, there are night markets, you know, which is something really amazing and interesting uh, for you to do, apart from the wildlife. Okay. I think um, uh, the uh, river basin, uh, what's left, uh, it's fragmented. Uh, the wildlife sanctuary is all fragmented, but it holds one of the biggest uh, diversity in the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would like to call it, uh, it's the primate capital of the world, mm-hmm. ten species of primates. Yeah, so um, let's let's start with with primates. Why not? Yeah, so for an area of that size, 
to get about 10 species of primates, it's a big wow. Yeah. It's a huge wow in terms of ecotourism and wildlife watching and nature-based tourism. Because when you come from uh, continents and areas like Europe and North America and so on, they have zero zero primates here. Yeah? So when they come into uh, Sandakan Airport or Kuala Lumpur Airport when they fly in and suddenly they see these things running around with these long tails and jumping around, you know, they say, wow, what is that? You know, whereas locals like, oh no, you know, yeah, uh, foreigners so are like, wow, you know, so that river, 10 species of primates mm-hmm. and of course the mega, mega primates. I use terms like mega because, you know, it's, it's, it's how I express uh, when we see something in the wild. Uh, as opposed to a superstar wildlife or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so a mega wildlife uh, and, and primate would be the orangutan. Wow, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. The wild ones. Uh, of course, there are some habituated ones in Sandakan where the uh, orangutan sanctuaries and so on, you know, rehabilitated and so on. But in Kinabatan River, it's all wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are wild populations of the Bornean orangutan. Mm-hmm. Very special, high on a list of people who want to watch uh, mammals uh, and wildlife, for example. Uh, and uh, that's the place uh, you get to see them mm-hmm. in relatively safe confines because you're on the boat, they're on the tree, uh, you know. So ending, I think you're giving them some space and while well, you can even watch photographic videos and so on. So that is one, um, I want to say, that, I want to use the word megastar, but we've also mm. got another one which, you know, we don't even get here in uh, Peninsula Malaysia. Yes. That's proboscis monkeys, isn't it? That's right. Uh, so uh, interesting facts, uh, going back to Orangutan, uh, I wanted, as I was, I was thinking about the interviews and so on, I'm, I, 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 and your studio is usually open and we can see all around. You can see yes. various peoples of sizes and so on. So I wanted to just draw your attention to the Orangutan. Interesting fact is the, the, the women sometimes have beards. Okay. Too, yeah. So in the world of primates, you know, and the orangutan, you're smiling now, but... I'm not sure where you're going yeah, with yeah, this. I'm, yeah. a, bit, so, you know, I'm a bit worried. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, like an uh, interesting fact about the orangutan. <laughs> Is that a female orangutan? Are you saying there are bearded women beards, you know? in my office? No, I'm just saying bearded <laughs> men. I wanted saying? to point out at one and say, hey, look at that, you know. So in the uh, world of uh, primates and orangutan, you know, that seems to be very attractive for, yeah, for the female. Okay. Okay, just saying. It's <laughs> no, a very roundabout way of getting that. <laughs> But okay. okay. Next. All right. Next. Yes. Proboscis monkeys are found, you know, only in a few places in the world and here. And only in the island of Borneo. Mm-hmm. Only in the island of Borneo. So every time there's a photograph of a wild proboscis, you know it's taken in Borneo. Yeah. And most often seen, photograph, videoed and so on. The easiest place is, of course, in Sabah and, of course, Sarawak in Bakuho and so on. Yeah. Uh, but in Sabah, it is one of the top uh, draws because the orangutan, although it's really a mega, it's sometimes elusive yeah, and it hides itself. Whereas the proboscis turns up, shows up, jumps, looks at you, smiles at you, you know, uh, and they're quite friendly in that sense uh, and very photogenic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the, the proboscis, um, very interesting. Okay. Males have long nose, yeah? yeah, four inches long and so on. Females have the pointed Pointed, cute little pointed nose. Again, I have no reference uh, because your screens are down. You know, I can't. He's talking about I our studio blinds, dear listeners. Yes, I've blocked everyone out. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So interesting uh, things about Wabrowski's is because of its nose. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to Baku National Park many years mm-hmm. ago, and I didn't realize that was one of the few places you can see them. I was just, oh, yes, these yes, lovely yes, monkeys! Yes, but yes, you know, yes. one of the rare places you can catch them uh, in the wild. Um, so gibbons as well. Uh, what are the uh, macaques as well? Uh, what are those? I mean, what are the rest of the tazes? Yeah, yeah. The silvery uh, langur is there, uh, oh. and um, yeah, I'm, I mean. Uh, uh, the list is ten. So uh, okay. on on a good day, uh, on the on the river cruise, uh, on a good day, you get maybe five, six uh, wow. different species. Yeah, and, and for you to be in a place where you share a space with these uh, primates, I think is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you've not been there, quickly Google it. I mean, it's a place to go. Um, I would like to refer. I've been to Africa. I've been to Uganda. I've I've seen the rivers there. I've seen uh, the, the marches of all the wildlife there, and I think Kinabatangan River is our akin to our Zambezi, our, our very own river safari, where you get to see all this cool stuff. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, right, there was a hybrid monkey spotted as well, right, near the Kinabatangan River. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, 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 they yes, called yes. it Malaysia's mystery, uh, the mystery monkey, that's right? right. Um, I mean, wildlife in close close quarters again going back to how the area is now demarcated uh, unfortunate fragmented you know unfortunately because of uh, logging and uh, oil palm uh, plantations what remains are fragments that has been fortunately preserved yeah so when animals are in close quarters and of course primates are in close quarters uh, it's also happening in the world of birds you know hornbills now yeah uh, pheasants as well so in the world of uh, in primates you know the silvery langur and the uh, proboscis yeah and even in some instances the, the, the long-tailed macaques as well um, they seem to have became friendly <laughs> to each other <laughs> And voila, lo and behold, evolution now is going to take a new branch. Yeah, <laughs> a mystery species of hybridness has turned up. Really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, they, they think it's likely the offspring of, as you mentioned, a proboscis. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro- am I saying it right? Proboscis? Proboscis, yeah. Proboscis monkey mm-hmm. and a silvery langer. So <laughs> That's right. Interesting, interesting. Right in the Kinabatanga River right. as well. If you go, who knows? In the jungle, the mighty jungle. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so those are the primates, but so much more, right? That's in terms right. of. Uh, That's right. So I saw your photos. Pygmy mm-hmm. elephants. You saw pygmy elephants again, didn't you? Yes, you saw it again, you know. Um, (laughs) Of course, another mega, uh, another mega thing to see along the river or hope to see uh, are the pygmy elephants. Uh, The Bonian pygmy elephants is unique. It developed as its own subspecies uh, on the island of Borneo. much smaller than the Asiatic elephants, of course, compared to the uh, African elephants. It, it dwarfs in, in terms of the size. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, interesting, uh, the Asian elephant, uh, the the sorry, the African elephant snout has two fingers at the end, yeah, uh, sort of two pinches at the end of the of the trunk, whereas the uh, pygmy elephant has one. You know, and he uses it to pull branches, put uh, snap twigs, and so on, and to feed and to pull out grasses and grass and so on. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about the uh, pygmy elephant is, um, and this is where it gets a little funny. Um, it, its tail is long; it's long tail, almost reaches the ground at, at some point. Whereas the uh, Asiatic elephant and the African elephants, the tails don't touch or don't come close to the ground. Uh, and someone asked, oh, and I thought this is a really interesting question. It stumped me, you know. Maybe it's not the tail that's long. Maybe it's the legs that's shorter <laughs> compared, oh. by comparison. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I looked, I laughed. Then I thought about it. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Could be true. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't go run around with a measuring tape, in, but it's interesting. Okay. I would have loved to have seen you do that, though. That I must say that. But okay. <laughs> so, Ponyon, Pygmy Elephants. Uh, we've also got things like um, Irrawaddy Dolphins. We've got Crocodiles, am I right? And Freshwater That's Sharks. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, on this trip, we chance support. I mean, we do the night uh, boat rides out, yeah, to get owls and, and snakes and so on. But all the time when you scan across the river, oh, you get these red eyes. Uh, reflecting, yeah. Wow. Some small, some really large, and in the daytime, of course, in the hot sun, they bask on the on the on the mud banks, yeah. Yeah. So the estuarine crocodile, saltwater crocodile, pretty large ones, three meters, four meters. You know, I mean, wow. it's huge, uh, and, and it's it's beautiful to see. It gives us a sense of 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 uh, awe uh, and danger, you know, because it's there, you know. I mean, it's hard to, to, to locate in Peninsular Asia. They're doing quite well, I think, in, Singa- in Singapore. Singapore, there's a lot of crocodiles. Up here in Peninsula, mm, very, so very rare to see, very rare sightings. So it's very, very nice to see on the river cruise. You're very safe, you're on a boat, the boats are... Uh, are pretty durable and so on. You see them from a distance. Um, the Australian crocodiles, mm-hmm. very nice, interesting. Love them. Okay, so there's crocodiles, and then mm-hmm. uh, I was just mentioning as well <laughs> dolphins, yeah, freshwater yes. sharks. Uh, so there's, I mean, that's just in terms of the uh, the, uh, the uh, well, fish and mammals, I suppose, that's right? Fine, that's uh, fine. And our reptiles as well. Mm-hmm. Now, let's your favorite, of course, mm-hmm. birds. Oh. Oh, Birds, yeah, sure, what are we going sure. to see over well, there? What again, can we see? Malaysia is home to 10 species of hornbills. Yeah? Uh, that's our country count. In uh, Peninsula, there's 10. In uh, Sabah, in Borneo, there's 8 species. And in the Kinabatangan River, all 8 occurs. Oh, you wow. know? All 8. So on a good day, on a good trip, uh, weather great, you know, fruiting tree and so on, you sometimes uh, luck out in getting seven out of the eight or even eight out of eight. You can grand slam it, yeah, as, as they say. So hornbills are pretty amazing. In fact, early notes from 13th century, 14th century, when the area was uh, rediscovered or, 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 or journaled, yeah, people are already talking about the hornbills of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kinabatangan, uh, you know, the name itself, I mean, comes derives from uh, Adab, a big, the Sukau area and so on, uh, big trees, big river, you know. Uh, uh, and and that's why it was locked over <laughs> some years ago, big big trees, um, and and that's home to a lot of species, including and especially the hornbills. Okay, um, okay. So there's the hornbills, but there's also plenty of other bird life, right? To be mm-hmm. uh, to be seen there. Yes. Well, uh, apart from the big the big stuff, yeah, the big flying stuff, um, we also have some spectacular endemic. Endemic means found nowhere else in the world. Yeah. So endemic birds like uh, the Sabah partridge, yeah, small guy, very loud, calls all around the <laughs> river. You're lucky if your boatman is good. Yeah, hire a good local guide. Uh, they can call it in so that you can have a glimpse at it. Uh, the mega, of course, are things like the Bonian ground cuckoo. Yeah, has this really funny loud call again. Very elusive, very shy, difficult to see. I got terrible photos of it in the last trip. Uh, <laughs> we saw it, of course, to, to it was hidden and so on. Very elusive. Um, and pitas, yeah. Um, so in the in the world of birds, especially if you're a bird watcher, and, and bird watching is a big in, industry and a big uh, pastime. A lot of people go come over to our country to watch birds. Kinabatangan. Uh, Amazing list of birds uh, for people to aim, uh, for people to try. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, wildlife, bird, uh, bird life, amazing uh, biodiversity there, right? And I just want our listeners to sort of imagine what a tour will be like, mm-hmm. right? So, how many days do you need to uh, to sort of allocate? You know, it's not you're not going to see it all That's on right. one sort well, of. Well, the great thing about being local or living in this region, uh, even living in this region, you can do it in small portions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, don't have to rush into everything. Uh, I mean, people who travel from far from Europe and America, and the North Americans, my clients, they come here. They like to spend as much as time as they can, so they do three week tours, one month tours, and so on, because they want to visit as many sites as they can. But for locals and Malaysians and and people living in the region, you know, flying to Sandakan, uh, plan to stay six days uh, in Sandakan. You can do a day trip from Sandakan City and a day trip to uh, to Sukau and the Kinabatangan River to do the tours, or you can stay in the riverside areas. There are three villages with a host of, of accommodations and resorts and package deals to be made. Now, for the river itself, I would say at least three nights. Okay. Because you have the night uh, safaris that you can do every night. You can do the uh, day trips, of course, yeah. And most important, you get to visit villages in the area. You get to get a wonderful sense of how the interiors of, of Sabah uh, exist, you mm-hmm. know, the, the markets, as I mentioned earlier. You can eat local uh, vegetation. Their kangkung is different. Their ferns and the ulams are nice, yeah. Um, so three nights actually is a bare minimum. And... If you if you take it in pieces and parcels, I think you'll enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. And and we just need to be prepared that we are going to be on a boat. It's going to be right. exposed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So just have your binoculars, your sunblock, <laughs> yes. and all of that sort of mm-hmm, thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Is you're not likely to get sort of like motion. Well, you could get motion sickness um, if, if you're prone to that. Not, well, not not really. Uh, you know, the boatmen, uh, the, the boatmen and the guides are really really good. Yeah, so they are they are well worth in in in, in handling uh, tourists and people on the boats. They go slow, you know, okay. and fast when they have to. You know, especially if people hear there's elephant upriver or downriver, you know, they zoom up and down just to get that. Uh, but usually, it's pretty, uh, pretty safe and healthy uh, way of of looking at wildlife. And it's lovely, isn't it? It's mm. very un, uh, unintrusive because you're just sort of like watching from the river while they are doing their thing. That's right. I like it that uh, I like it that uh, you know we take our chance, take the boat ride. Anything can happen any day, anytime, yeah. any corner, any river bend here. Yeah? And if the wildlife is not too happy with you, they just turn and they walk in, you know, and they disappear, <laughs> you know. And we are like. Today, yeah, not tourist. today. Yes, <laughs> so and it's pretty well developed uh, tourism in that area, especially wildlife watching, uh-huh. and that's why I advocate for people before you think about Africa and going far to look at big wildlife. You know, uh, the complaint is always that our rainforest is very is, is thick, is very yeah. people are dense, things are dense. You know, things are hiding. You know, everything is camouflaged and so on. Difficult to see wildlife. That's true. That's true. But the exception being in places like. The Kinabatangan River, where on a boat, on a good day, you see mega mammals, you see mega primates, and you get to see all these wonderful things swimming, flying, you know, slithering across. <laughs> what a wonderful swimming, place. Swimming, flying, and slithering. That's, that's, your, right. that's your caption, right? We'll figure something out with BFM there. So, and accommodation, mm-hmm. quite, I mean, it's, it's quite mm-hmm. a, it's a very popular area. So, there is, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. and lots of local tour guides that's who right. we can speak to that's and all right. of that, right? There's, a, there's cheap places, of course, uh, there are budget places, uh, and of course, there's also uh, very comfortable places. Yeah. So, from a bed and breakfast uh, to an all out four star uh, resort, you know, mm-hmm. it caters for all sorts of uh, uh, demographic. Graphic, um, choose pick and choose for what you're comfortable with and what's your budget. But you have to, you just have to do this. You just have to do this. Juliet, October. 
October, huh? Okay, all right. Andrew is planning a trip in October. I have promised. And you've in child friendly, right? There's a, you can, child. you can. Yes, it's it's family friendly. It's child friendly. People are on the boats. Uh, the boats are really, really safe. Uh, uh, life jackets, of course, uh, it, it's a safety protocol. But generally speaking, it's really, really safe. Uh, it's it's for all ages. Uh, as I said again, um, the boatmen know how to handle stuff. So they don't get too close to things like <laughs> the crocodiles. They don't get too close to the uh, orangutan. Uh, just enough distance for you to see, you know, okay. to view it, observe, observe it, uh, keep a respectable distance away. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. Kinabatangan River in October it is. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, for now, if you'd like to find out more information, of mm-hmm. course, uh, just head to Ecomai's website or follow them on social media. That's ecomai.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, just search for Ecomai, E-C-O-M-Y. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome. Thank you very much for having us and look forward to our next adventure. Yes, I was speaking to Andrew Sebastian, founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia. We were talking about Kinabatangan River in Sabah and the ecotourism that you can do over there. Uh, do make some plans to head there. I think, you know, you, yeah, you really is all right in our doorstep. Uh, do go and see it. But if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my earth. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.